This podcast is supported by Understood Explains. As parents, we are often having to figure out things as we go, and that is very true for our children's education. And to help you out, I want to tell you about a podcast called Understood Explains. This season is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Ortube, and she discusses all the things you'd want to know about individual education plans, or IEPs, what they are, why they're needed, who benefits from them, and what to expect when you have meetings with teachers. I could have really used this podcast when my son had an IEP for speech when he was six. I was overwhelmed trying to understand the process and what everything meant. The episode on Understood Explains, Does My Child Need an IEP?, was the kind of info that would have really helped me get the most out of the educational support of the IEP for my son. And if you need that kind of support, I really recommend this podcast. To listen to Understood Explains, search for Understood Explains in your podcast app. That's Understood Explains. Welcome to Mom and Mind, where we dive into all aspects of perinatal mental health and wellness related to pregnancy, birth, loss, postpartum, and new parenthood. It's so much more than postpartum depression. We raise the volume on all of these topics in the hopes that someday everyone will have the support and info that they deserve before they need it. Please note this podcast is not a replacement for treatment by a professional or professional training. I'm almost done with all of my consultation hours for fundamentals of EMDR. And I'm using it in my practice with my perinatal clients and loving it. And the response is really, really great. EMDR therapy is one of the most researched and effective trauma treatment models available. And as a perinatal mental health therapist, understanding that neurobiology of trauma and how to effectively and efficiently intervene with traumatized clients will raise the quality of care you provide to the families you see. And I know that because it's happening in my practice. I see it. If you've wanted to be trained in EMDR but wish that you could do so with your fellow PMH specialists, consider taking your foundational EMDR training with Dr. Mara Tesler-Stein, an EMDRIA-approved trainer with the Institute for Creative Mindfulness and the Touchstone Institute for Psychotherapy and Training. You guys already know that I loved my training with Mara, and she continues to be a fantastic resource. If you're interested in learning more about the trainings and whether they're a good fit for you, here's how. Go to docmara.com slash training or email Mara at mara at docmara.com. Hi there. Welcome to Mom and Mind. I'm your host, Dr. Kat, and welcome to a new year. Glad to be back with you and seeing what this year brings. I, for one, am tripping out a little bit because this year marks 10 years since I was pregnant with my daughter and then went on to experience postpartum depression, postpartum anxiety, and postpartum OCD. And it's been a trip. It's really crazy to reflect on a period of time and see where it's taken you. I am certainly not where I thought I would be. I would not have ever in a million years guessed that I'd be where I am now. Although I knew I would be a psychologist and helping people because that is my life's passion and mission and goal, this mental health experience postpartum took me places I never even knew I needed to go. And maybe some of you can resonate with that. I think we all stop and reflect when it's a new year or an anniversary or a milestone date. And let me just say it's normal to reflect at those periods of time and also to look back on things and feel a lot of different things. 
not necessarily just looking back on time and feeling fondness or happiness for these memories, but life is complex and complicated. And oftentimes the experience that we go through in and of itself is lots of different things. And we have a lot of different feelings when it's happening. And sometimes you reflect on things and remember stuff that you didn't before or even have some appreciation that you couldn't. For instance, when I think back on those early years with my daughter, it felt so hard. It was so hard. But now looking back and having done all of the growth that I've done and all the work that I've done, I can reflect on it with some compassion and a little bit of a lighter heart. For instance, I was so excited to be pregnant. It was planned and wanted. And in my pregnancy, by some miracle and goddess of hormones, I felt better than I usually felt. Pregnancy was like a break for me from the ups and downs of really horrible PMS, which was just great in and of itself. It was so nice, (laughs) so nice. I wish I could experience that again, but it was so nice to not experience that up and down. The more I reflect on my journey, the more I know that anxiety was around um, prior to pregnancy and showed up a bit more during pregnancy and then boom, big time after delivery. For instance, and this might be a little sensitive for some to hear, I remember during pregnancy, maybe in the, it was late in the first trimester, having some bleeding and freaking out that I had done something wrong or somehow messed up, or I don't know what I could have done to mess up, but that's what it felt like. Somehow I did something wrong. It turns out to not have been a huge issue. There was a little bit of a placenta thing that kind of corrected itself. But did I have anxiety, more anxiety after that? Yeah, for sure, it did. I have not experienced a pregnancy loss personally, but even that relatively small experience was enough to keep my mind worried, just kind of running in the background, even if it wasn't in the forefront. And there's all of these little and sometimes very big ways that these experiences get interwoven together, both positive memories and negative memories and happiness and sadness and fear and joy. So of course, when we look back on those times, we might feel those same things. This podcast is supported by Starglow Media's Mysteries About True Histories. From the creators of the hit top-ranking kids educational podcast in the world, Who Smarted, the Emmy-nominated Nat Geo Disney Plus's Brain Games and Netflix's Brainchild, comes Mysteries About True Histories, affectionately known as M-A-T-H, or math, in which kids ages six and up can hear humorous and educational stories that follow two best friends, Max and Molly, while they go on adventures through time, solving puzzles, hidden equations, talking about history, and making learning cool. Episodes transport listeners to moments in history like Pythagoras's ancient Greece, the era of the Aztecs, Sir Isaac Newton's England, and more. When I drive my son to school in the morning, we listen to these episodes that fit perfectly in our commute, with the episodes being about 15 minutes long. And this podcast is right up my son's alley because he loves to solve problems and happens to love math and the types of punny jokes that Max likes to tell. So tune in to Mysteries About True Histories with your kids. You can follow and listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pods.
When it comes to raising kids, there's so much to consider. Things like, what do we feed them? When do we feed them? How do they sleep? What does it look like to raise kind kids? How does their nervous system work? How do I keep myself calm? What are my triggers? There's so much that comes into play, and we are distilling all of that information for you at Voices of Your Village podcast, where we bring experts in the field of early childhood and education and psychology and across the board so that you don't have to comb the internet for information. You get to show up and hang out and have shame-free, judgment-free conversations and insights into what it looks like to raise kind, empathetic, emotionally intelligent humans. I'm Alyssa Blask-Campbell. I have a master's degree in early childhood education. I'm a mom of two, and I am walking this journey right alongside you doing this work. Come hang out with me at Voices of Your Village, and we can dive into real conversations with actionable tips. I know for a lot of people coming out of a perinatal mental health condition, it often feels like grief. It feels like sadness that you couldn't sort of be there even though you were there. You couldn't appreciate it. You couldn't experience it the way you wanted to, or you feel like you missed out on some time. And I certainly have that as well. It would have been great to go back and do a redo, knowing that I was going to be okay and knowing all the answers that I know now to really be there and be present and enjoy those early months. And in some ways I did. There are things that I know that I enjoyed and was able to be there and be present with, but the majority of the time was a struggle. Yeah, and I can still remember those days postpartum. It sucked big time. And not because of my daughter, of course, but because I felt like I was emotionally being ripped apart every single day. And it kept getting worse and worse. And I kept feeling like it was all because of me. It was all in my head, all my problem. I was too embarrassed and too ashamed to talk about it. And honestly, the reason why I can talk so openly about it now is because I know that so many other people experience this. And really us talking about it And for, let's say, those of you who are listening to this and who haven't shared these feelings with somebody else, at least you know that somebody else out there feels that way too. Sitting down with women and parents and families who day after day are in excruciating emotional pain and confusion from their experience through infertility issues, through loss, through crippling anxiety during pregnancy, depression, really very difficult birthing experiences, very difficult postpartum. What I do know is there are things that we do not want to say. We do not want to talk about. We don't want other people to know about. We ourselves don't want to be feeling them. And that in and of itself becomes the illness, so to speak. There's the depression and the anxiety, but Underneath that is our most deepest vulnerabilities getting blown up and right in our face, almost like you can't escape it. How bad you can feel, how bad you can feel about yourself, how embarrassed you might feel, how ashamed you might feel, how angry you might feel. Oh my gosh, the anger is still, I know exactly. I have such a clear visual memory of a time that I was beyond angry and shocked myself from how angry I was. I seriously could have punched a hole through the door. And then being scared by that, 
Oh my gosh, it's such a roller coaster. And so many people are on it. So many people feel alone on it and ashamed and embarrassed. And I'm, I just wish every single person could know that it's okay. Not that you want to feel this way. Nobody wants to feel this way. Nobody wants to feel this way. But if you are feeling this way, you're not crazy. You are not alone. It is not just you. Sometimes even in therapy, people who are knowingly coming in for help, it can take months to be able to share some of the thoughts that go through their head because it's so hard to even come to terms with it yourself sometimes, let alone tell somebody else. And then what are they going to think? Are they going to judge you? Are And for some, because some of the thoughts are so intense, is somebody going to take my kids away if they know that this goes through my mind? Or are people going to not feel safe with me or... Are they going to think I'm going to do something to my kids? And, oh my gosh, I would never hurt my child. There's so much we don't say. You know, to be in all honesty, I think there are probably things that I still haven't said. Not because I'm at this point, because I'm avoiding it, but because there were so many things that went through my mind. And not that I'm going to go into all of them here and now, but certainly it's so complicated what happens to us in our brains. And to be honest... For those of us who have experienced really intense, intrusive thoughts or have experienced scary thoughts or traumatic things, those in and of themselves become traumatizing. Like your own thoughts are so hard to hear that you become wary of them and you become worried about them and you start to do things to avoid even what's happening in your own thought process. And that is the function of anxiety and OCD and trauma and depression. It's That's what's doing all that stuff. But you don't know that when you're in it. You're like just in it and it feels horrible. I think this is why learning about these signs and symptoms, reading about it, understanding it, hearing from other parents, getting good specific therapy is so crucial. We deserve to know what we're putting in our bodies and why. That's why Ritual's founder is on a mission to reinvent the vitamin industry. Kat Schneider and her team of scientists at Ritual are making clinically tested a new normal. They've committed to showing you their nutrients, where it came from, and why they chose it. They call it traceability, and that's one of the reasons why I like taking it. I know where it comes from, I know what it's about, and I know what I'm getting. It's just like how I run my practice. Ritual is making obsessively researched and clinically backed a new normal. Ritual's clinical study of Essential for Women showed an increase in vitamin D levels and omega-3 DHA levels. Ritual is designed to be used on an empty stomach. The delayed-release no-nausea design capsule is made to be gentle on an empty stomach. And the mint essence tab in every bottle makes taking your vitamins a minty, fresh experience. Daily changes can lead to big results, so start small today. Ritual's offering my listeners 10% off your first three months. Try it out, satisfaction guaranteed. Go to ritual.com slash mom and mind to start your ritual today. That's 10% off during your first three months at ritual.com slash mom and mind. I can't imagine where I would be in my life right now if I hadn't done some of those things to help myself out of it. And believe me, I had been in therapy for years off and on dealing with my own stuff before I even had my daughter, before I had my son but I still needed more and that's okay. And that's okay for all of you who feel like, oh my gosh, I thought I dealt with all my stuff and here it is and what am I gonna do? It's okay to get help again or to get help for the first time. 
I have to say one of my favorite things about being a therapist, well, two things, is seeing a mom, I primarily see moms, come in for therapy for the very first time, like of any kind of therapy, and getting almost immediate relief of knowing that she's not crazy and she's not alone. It is one of my favorite things. To be able to see somebody get that relief is so awesome. My second favorite thing is when I see people get back to themselves and they they are sort of more embodied in who they are and who they want to be and have started to shake off the depression and anxiety and trauma and all of the other things they're experiencing. Oh my gosh, after somebody has been sort of emotionally blown wide open and they're in the process of reconstructing themselves, it's almost like I can see it happening. It's so beautiful. And they often are feeling a lot better than they had even prior to going through all of this because they're learning new skills and new tools and they're integrating out their life in a way that's sustainable for them and works for them now. Oh my gosh, I love it. I get giddy happy about this. And I think that's because I can resonate. I know what that feels like. And not only because I can resonate, but because being able to see somebody feel free within themselves after they have felt trapped and overrun by what's going on with them mentally and emotionally is something to behold. It is such a beautiful process. It really is awesome. So my hope for any of you who are considering therapy, please find a specialist, a perinatal mental health specialist, and go. Go get the help you need. Have the space you need with somebody else to figure all of this out. You do not have to do this by yourself. If you can't find a therapist, find a support group. You know, PSI, Postpartum Support International, has online support groups for free. And there are lots of other resources that are available for free. So there are resources. It's just a matter of connecting to them and using them. Even for those of you who don't have a lot of resources around you, this is at least one lifeline. I spent, and many of you who listen to the podcast know this, I spent a year, which is a long time, in emotional freakout space to be white-knuckling things, one year keeping things to myself about how I felt. I wouldn't wish that on anybody. It's excruciating. It's horrible. It's isolating. You feel very alone, and you feel very broken. I had my own list of things that I wouldn't say to anybody. There were a lot of things that went through my mind and a lot of things that I felt that I did not want to say to anybody. It felt like a really long list. What are the things that you don't want to say to anybody? What are those things that feel so bad and so toxic and so wrong that you wouldn't utter them to anyone? Most of the time, we think that because we even have these thoughts or feelings that we are inherently bad or something is wrong with us. Is that part of what you feel? Is that part of why it's hard to say anything? Is it hard to say anything because you haven't found a safe enough person? That's real. It's very hard to find a safe person to tell these things to somebody that you know who won't judge you and who will just, you know, if you need a hug, give you the hug that you need. Sometimes it's not hard. I shouldn't say it's always hard. Sometimes you can. But if it's not in your immediate circle, going to look for somebody who you can talk to about these things is super important because we exist. There are people here who can hear you and who will nod their heads in understanding and who will say, I get it, and who will let you know 
that you are not alone. You are not the only one who has ever thought these thoughts or felt these feelings. I really found that there's a deep undercurrent of shame and embarrassment that comes along with these things that we don't want to say out loud. And it's like the fire that burns that keeps everything going for us. It seems to be some of the source of our suffering in and of itself. It's not like, you know, depression and anxiety are enough, believe me. But the way we treat ourselves and the way we talk to ourselves about what's happening to us, it's adding insult to injury. We are already hurting and then we shame ourselves about it. So I encourage any one of you who is suffering or resonates with any of this on any level that if you are holding on to these things that you don't want to say to anybody else even if you never say them to anybody else you can still go get support you do not have to figure all of this out by yourself Lynn, this time of year parenting can be such a fluster clucks you've come to the right place I'm Lynn Lyons, and I've been treating anxious families for over 30 years. I'm Lynn's sister-in-law and co-host Robin Hudson. Join us for Fluster Clucks, a podcast for parents who worry. Wait, that's everybody. Yeah, these last few years have felt like one long anxiety attack for so many. Why do you think parents are always surprised that a podcast about anxiety relates to them, even if no one in their house has an anxiety disorder? Well, worry is human. Everyone does it. And anxiety shows up when we face uncertainty. All the parenting tips you've taught me have been essential. I love to break it down into skills we need to manage worry in our families. We've covered so many topics, depression, burnout, meltdowns, perfectionism. Don't forget scary mothers-in-law. Right, but of course that's not my mother-in-law. Because that's my mother. And a listener. As a psychotherapist, I like to teach parents and kids how to respond to everyday moments in healthy ways. Managing anxiety really can be taught. It really can. And I'll even tell you what to say. We talk about serious stuff, but without being too serious. Anxiety wants everything serious. Anxiety doesn't stand a chance when we're laughing, even about the tough stuff. Well, hey there, busy mama. Are you looking for ways to make your life easier, your home less chaotic, and at the same time, add more joy to your life? My name is Deanna Yates, and I'm the host of Wanna Be Clutter Free, a podcast all about letting go of the stuff we don't need in our lives so that we can focus on what truly matters. Don't worry, I'm not going to tell you to throw it all away or make you feel guilty about keeping something you love, no matter how many other people don't quite understand it. But I will give you practical and more importantly, actionable advice so that you can make progress right away. And you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests too. It's like having your bestie in your pocket, telling you it's okay to let go of the things that are not serving you and your family in a totally non-judgmental way. So join me over on the podcast where we can work on progress over perfection for those of us that want to be clutter-free. But I will say, oh my gosh, the tension that I see moms have while they're telling me these deep, dark secrets, they're literally telling me, I don't want to tell you this, but I'm embarrassed to tell you this, but I can't believe I'm saying this out loud, but, and then they say it and we hold that space together. And they see that I'm not judging them. They know that I'm not. They can feel it. And we normalize it and we talk it through. And we talk about the why. And we talk about the how. Then that little piece or maybe really big piece of them can get just a touch more healing. 
Oh, my God. I love being a therapist. This is just it's so cool. So for those of you who have are on the fence about getting help, please, please go get help. You don't have to do this alone. Again, I list PSI as a resource a lot because it is a huge resource. It's national and international. Go to postpartum.net, look in the get help section, and you can find a local area coordinator close to you who can help you with resources on the ground, wherever you are. Or you can go to psidirectory.com. There's a listing of perinatal mental health specialists, not only therapists, but other folks as well who can help you on your journey. Or you can find online support meetings and get connected to somebody who can support you. Reflecting on these 10 years, and especially that year after my daughter's birth, there's no way I would be able to imagine that I could sit here and talk openly about my story and be so sure, so 100% sure that you can get better too. I see it all the time and I get giddy about it. I'm excited. Like I am pumped that we have figured this out enough. It's, you know, nothing's ever perfect, but we have figured it out enough that we know how to help and we know how to get you feeling better. And you don't have to do this by yourself. It wasn't this way 30 years ago. People were doing this by themselves and trying to figure it out. I'm just so excited and so hopeful that all of us someday can get the help that we need. And even more than that, get the help that we deserve before we need it so that we can prevent this from happening. All right, everybody, we have lots of stuff coming up for you this year. I'm so excited to bring you all of the interviews and information and happy to have you on this journey with us. Go find us on all our social outlets. Facebook, Instagram is where I usually hang out. Excited to have you with us and we will be celebrating our four-year anniversary coming up in June. Whoop, whoop. And we will continue bringing you as much as we can to help support you on your journey, both personally and professionally. Thanks for being with us. Thank you so much for joining us today. Please share this podcast. Together we can support moms and families so that no one has to deal with this alone. Come connect with us at momandmind.com. Hi there, I'm Andrea Owen, self-help author with 19 translations of my books, global keynote speaker, and life coach. My podcast, Make Some Noise, has been serving up self-help in a simple-to-digest way for the last decade. The topics brought in each episode are practical and easy to implement around topics such as working through fears that keep you stuck, different modalities of therapy, managing your negative self-talk, and more. We bring you guest experts, solo episodes, and I even coach listeners on the air around relatable struggles. I also do my best to weave my sense of humor into some heavy topics because let's face it, life can be pretty hard and it's so much better when we can have some fun while walking through our challenges. Whether you're seasoned in personal development or just starting out, Make Some Noise podcast will help you become the best version of yourself, the person you're proud of when you look in the mirror and show up in your life. Simply search Make Some Noise with Andrea Owen wherever you listen to your podcasts.